Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, episode 240 of the Get Around Podcast. Happy to be here uh, with all of our lovely and loyal Audible viewers, and also happy to be here with Jordan Puente, who somehow snaked the number one pick in the upcoming Boys Basketball Fantasy Draft, and James Cook. I, of course, am your host of the Get Around Podcast, Brendan Queeley, sports editor with the Traverse City Record Eagle. We've got a wonderful show on tap uh, for ourselves, because uh, it's uh, two of the best weeks uh, on the podcast that we have here when we do our uh, fantasy boys basketball and girls basketball drafts in, in back-to-back weeks. This week we'll be do, uh, doing the, the boys basketball draft uh, a little bit later on. Um, but as always, before we get into it, uh, the Get Around Podcast, episode 240, is brought to you by Jimmy John's Jimmy John's has two locations here in the city of Traverse City. They make subs that are freaky fresh. They do it freaky fast because they're Jimmy John's. Freak, yeah. Yay. Sweet. All right. So uh, we know who's in the Super Bowl now. Uh, we know that it is uh, Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, my, uh, my question of the week to open things up and get things moving uh, on the show, and, and I had to, there's a lot of uh, qualifiers in this would you rather so would you rather play well in the Super Bowl and lose but you get a big fat bonus in your paycheck for just making it to the game or you win the Super Bowl but you don't see any time on the field and you have to sit through that new movie 80 for Brady 10 times uh-huh. I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer for 80 for Brady I have. but uh, sports director Harrison Beebe and I uh, for a 7 and 4 uh, we went and saw the Fablemans on Saturday uh, before our awesome Royal Rumble party uh, that we had, which will uh, that'll be coming up a little bit later and uh, and happy endings and things that made us happy because um, that's um, you know what I'm not even going to throw it in sports this this week even though it's fake sports I'm going to throw it in there anyway um, but yeah we saw the the trailer for Eighty for Brady and then the sequel to the Book Club yeah. And after after the sequel to the uh, the trailer for the sequel to the book club, Harrison looks at me and goes, "Are we in the right movie theater? Like, <laughs> why are we why are we seeing these trailers?" And I'm like, "Dude, we're seeing the Fablemans. Of course, this is like the Fablemans isn't geared toward you know guys in their uh, uh, mid to late thirties. Um, so, but but that is that that's why I brought up that question because uh, eighty for Brady. While it looks very entertaining for a different age group and demographic um f- for a for a 38 year old guy not so much uh i would like to think that i would go with the option b but i'm gonna go with a yeah the the, the having to watch that 10 times is the the tiebreaker <laughs> there uh it may, if, may, if be, it may it even be good one time but i don't know that i want to sit down and have to watch any movie 10 times Whoa, if I brought it down pretty, to yeah. five, if I brought it down to five, how do we feel if I bring it down to five? Just five times. Still, I'm still going with the patch, the the paycheck, and yeah, playing well. Exactly. And you to okay. play well. All right. Yeah, so give me the Super game Bowl. Check. Yeah, give me the game. See, check. I like that money. Uh, money is the um, the root of all decisions. Oh yeah. Not just the root of all evil, but uh, <laughs> the root of all decisions. All right. Yeah, I I think I would probably, you know. Glory fades, um, but uh, but money money lasts forever, right? Oh no, I don't think well, that's. Well, depends on who you ask. I don't think that is right. Actually. <laughs> depends on um, who you ask. But 
yeah, I think uh, um, I think I'll take the paycheck as well and the loss. Although, you know, who knows? It would be fun just to play in it, I guess. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's, uh, what movies, ha- we'll bring that up. What movies have you seen 10 times? Oh, I got this. Pineapple Express. I mean, okay. Okay. Nice. Caddyshack. Big All Lebowski. Right. Oh. Various Star Wars movies. Yeah. I've seen I gotta Super say, Bad. like, Super Bad, you know, back to the, me. yeah, Back to the Future, I've seen, uh, 10 times. Stand by Me, Goodwill Hunting. Um, Spaceballs. Yeah. Oh, that movie's oh, Spaceballs funny. is like, that yeah, movie. I did watch that a lot as a kid. Fletch. A lot of Disney flicks. Yeah. A lot Fletch. of Disney movies because I watched a lot. Like when I was younger, I would just watch the same movie and over and over again when I was like a kid because I was just th- so enthralled with it. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll watch this every single day. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of Disney movies out there. Probably like Aladdin would have to be up there. Mm. Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool's a good one. I yeah. think I probably watched Deadpool ten times. What else? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like movies that like the, the most rewatchable, like A Few Good Men, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, those ones. Whenever they're just on, like for me, Banshees of Inisherin, which is the the, the oh. best picture nominee this year with Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. Um, that one I think I've already watched like six times because I, I just love it so much. It's such a good movie. Um, but. Yeah, I don't think I'll be seeing 80 for Brady 10 times. No. I don't think I'll be seeing it one time, to be honest. But again, no. to each their own. I do not yeah. judge you for the terrible movie ma- uh, movie-going decisions that people make. It is what it is. <laughs> so, all right, let's get into the uh, Area Code game, uh, episode 240, which means we'll be making our guesses for episode uh, 241 here. Uh, Jordan, um, what was your... Uh, uh. I was Albuquerque for uh, Breaking Bad. That's right. Uh, And then, James, you were... Massachusetts. Massachusetts. For The Last of Us. And then then I was Germany. Um, So let's see. Oh, James is is already kind of... He did his research I looked up what 240 was. He's pumping. Just before the show. He's a little excited right now. And what are we? What is it? It's It's Maryland. Washington D.C. Yeah, metro area. Yep. Holy Moses! He's right there. He's like, oh, like you take take one interstate and boom, he's like right there. This is my win, boys. Wait, what? Wait, who got the Boston? Yeah. No, you... I I I picked I picked Germany, right? I picked a town in Germany, right? Uh-huh. Area code two four zero is located in Western Maryland and covers. Germantown, Silver Spring, Waldorf, Frederick, and Rockville. It covers Germantown, baby. It may not be Germany, but I'm taking this win. I'm taking this no, win. James is really as excited. As Germantown. He's so thrilled. He really thought. He was so, so excited. I'm fighting for it. I picked Germany. I picked a town. In, I picked a German town, and it covers Germantown in Western Maryland. <laughs> wow. hey, no, I think the, I think the wind goes to I think the wind goes to James, but um, but I love that. That's pretty funny, actually. That is fantastic. What are we going for next week? Yeah, what are the what are the guesses for uh, for next week? What am I What am I watching right now? Uh, other than the the Last of Us, there um, you go. 
all of the time. You know what? Uh, yeah, if you guys got one, I, I got to think a little bit because I'm trying to think of uh, things that I'm things that I'm watching. Man, I've kind of exhausted what I've what I'm currently watching. <laughs> I think that that's actually located in a a real town or something. So I was gonna go I was gonna go back into the pandemic and go old school and take uh, Oklahoma for Tiger King. Oh my gosh! Oh okay. All right, because it, it was it was Oklahoma. It was part mostly in Oklahoma, but somewhat in Texas and Florida. Florida, because the the lady that Don't was the the bad guy of the whole thing was in Florida, right? Florida, yeah. I can't remember her name. Oh, it's dawning on me. I'm gonna hold on. Just so we, uh... But I think the Tiger King's place was Oklahoma, correct? I have no idea, man. I didn't pay any attention to that. No, at all. No, Kellen that was like the big fad like... during the during the pandemic. Oh yeah, that was huge. Kellen Baskin yeah, is your name. Kellen oh, yeah, Baskin. I, I did not. <laughs> yeah. I, I did not care in in the in the slightest about about Tiger King. That was so. that was. Man, I don't even know. Those. All right, we, we Jordan, had some what are you friends that had a uh, we had a watch party. Where it was during the pandemic, so we couldn't do it. So we just had a giant text thread, and we're making jokes through the whole thing, watching it all at the same time. Oh, yeah, it was an interesting show. Anyways, it was bizarre. Yeah, so weird. All right, well, um, Jordan, you got one that you're going with? No, I can't think of one on the top of my head right now. I literally just finished right now. All right, well then, I will. I'm gonna go with I'll go with Los Angeles. Um, I, I doubt that's it, um, but uh, I'll take that because I started my my rewatch of uh, Snowfall uh, on FX. Um, so I'll go with I'll go with LA. I can't believe that LA would be two four one, but maybe something in California. Who knows? Just because uh, we do not but, touch on the state last time, because apparently everyone wanted to. I'm going back to Atlanta for the show Atlanta. Okay. Which is on our right, So, yeah, I just looked it up. Uh, 241 is not in use. It is available for geographic assignment. It's not even in use for anything at all. Not even, like, internationally. It's not used. So, so we're all I big fat next, losers. No, I winners. said next week. No, we're all winners because next week. We are going to. I am going to designate the two four one area code as the official area code of the get around, and that is how we will celebrate this game. And I wonder if this should be the end of this game. Is us is the get around getting its own area code? Should that be the end of the game? We gotta um, add. We gotta add like more things to it, though. As far as T, has to be more. I don't know. So we take. We live in the two three one, but we take the two four one for the get around. So, who knows? But that was uh, well, that was good. And I I cheated already and saw what two four two is. So that sucks. But I'll, hopefully I'll hopefully I'll forget that it's the Bahamas in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Brendan. What are you doing? All right. Uh, let, let's get into the pulse uh, here on uh, episode 240 of the Get Around. Uh, talk a little bit, uh, just real quick. Um, the the big non-sports, I guess, well, non-game 
news of last week was what's going on in the uh, the Lake Michigan Conference, um, and um, as as journalists covering this, uh, we understand that it is it is a very sensitive topic, uh, a very sensitive subject. The, the as there are schools within the Lake Michigan Conference that are looking to either have St. Francis uh, removed from all sports, um, or if that doesn't happen, they might leave uh, to find a, a home um, in another conference. And the only thing that that I'll say about this, and uh, I'll give my little spiel, and then I'll, I'll pose a question um, to the two of you, and whoever wants to answer that, that's fine. Um, but all I'll say is that during this prob- uh, during this process, the only the only thing that I that I I want to see from those in charge uh, of having this discussion and making this conversation is transparency to the public. Um, again, it's a sensitive subject. It's one that. Um, both sides are going to be open to to criticism uh, on this uh, from the public, uh, and w- which makes it difficult to be open and transparent. But this is a decision uh, that will affect thousands of students, student athletes, uh, and coaches, and and their families um, when it comes to uh, to who plays whom and. Uh, travel and uh, competitive level and all that, there's so much to take into account here uh, when it comes to this decision. And it needs to be one that is done in an open and public way because of how much this affects people in the public. And that's just my plea to the people. I, I don't have a, a dog in this fight. It is uh, This is a decision that is going to be made at the principal and superintendent uh, or principal and athletic director level, it'll be one that is kind of um, at least directed by the superintendents. Um, and so we'll, we'll see where this process plays out. Right now, I mean, these are just early discussions and I don't see any sort of thing happening uh, imminently and I don't think any of the people involved see anything happening imminently. Um, but uh this is obviously reminiscent of what happened in 2010 when St. Francis was booted from the Lake Michigan Conference uh, in, in football. And so my, my question um, that I'll pose to you, uh, if this does come to pass and St. Francis is, is removed from the, the Lake Michigan Conference uh, in all remaining sports, what do you guys see for the future uh, of the LMC? Um, do you see kind of what happened to the Lake Michigan Conference in football, and St. Francis leaves in 2012, and then 2000 comes around, and the Lake Michigan Conference is no longer a conference in football. Yeah, I mean, in, in 2012 really did kind of result in a big shakeup in the football landscape, um, and I think St. Francis getting booted out of the Lake Michigan Conference was kind of a kind of the match that started that. You know, and then you had the Northern Michigan Football Conference, which was basically just putting together the Northwest, the you know the Ski Valley teams, and the Lake Michigan Conference, and, and a few other schools in the area, into one mega conference that had three, three levels. You know, I I don't know that you can, if you just take St. Francis out of the equation, I think that's, that's just kind of what happens. St. Francis goes independent if they vote just to boot. St. Francis, then I guess St. Francis just goes independent, and 
that's the way it is. Because I, I don't know that you could that the Northwest Conference would take them on. They're they're too big for the Ski Valley. They're too big for you know the West Michigan D. Too big for the Northern Lakes. Too big for probably Highland even. Uh, you know, so I think that they would probably just end up going independent, which is going to result in probably a lot more travel playing downstate teams and non-conference yeah. games against the remaining Lake Michigan schools that are still okay with playing them. I mean, they already have uh, a non-conference game in football next year with Charlevoix. It's already scheduled for their, I think, their season opener. Oh, wow. Um, Could you see them... Like if this happens, can you could you see a, another giant conference with divisions? I mean, it's so funny because the the Lake Michigan Conference was formed out of the Lake Michigan Lake Michigan Division of the Greater Northern Conference. Um, so that was, and then what ended up happening is St. Francis got booted in football, and then it went back to being one giant conference with divisions again mm-hmm. is that something that could happen like would that kind of be a solution that would uh be good for everyone you, you have this giant conference again um but you you have these divisions that take into account either a, a enrollment or um competitive uh adva- advantage yeah i think that option is probably more likely if they decide to not kick St. Francis out of the league and then other schools say, well, if St. Francis is in the league, then we're not going to be in the league anymore. And you have other schools splinter off. Then maybe that forces that issue a little bit more. Um, If they just kick St. Francis out, I think that's just what happens. I mean, who knows? Who knows? But um, you know, St. Francis goes independent and then their travel budget's going to go way up because they're going to have to travel outside the region for a lot of these games. Yeah. And we know there are at least a, a few schools that in, in the Lake Michigan Conference, the, the smaller schools, it seems like from, from what we've been told. Um, so, uh, But we don't know exactly which schools those are, but there are some that are already interested in leaving for the Ski Valley, and Kalkaska Superintendent Rick Heitmeyer had in, expressed interest in leaving the Lake Michigan Conference for the Highland Conference. So it does seem like a shakeup is inevitable. It doesn't seem like things are just going to, like this is just going to go away and nothing is going to happen. I, I think, I think we're about we're on the precipice of some change here uh, in in the northern Michigan uh, high school sports landscape. So, but we will be following that story uh, as it progresses uh, and uh, make sure you check in uh, with the Record Eagle for those updates um, as we. Uh, stay close with uh, with what happens. Um, but let's move on to fun now. Let's go. Good stuff. Let's go. And uh, this, I brought, I brought this up Friday night. Just threw it out as as a suggestion. I was like, "Hey, should we do it this uh, this Monday on the pod?" And it was like, "Oh yeah." And then Jordan was like, "What is that?" And I said, "Huh? It is the Record Eagle Boys Basketball Fantasy Draft, uh, where we'll be picking." Uh, our teams to go up against uh, each other, basically, in the fantasy world. Um, the, the, this isn't creating any sort of fantasy league or anything like that. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't think we have the time to create our create our own uh, boys basketball fantasy league. This is just a fantasy draft, uh, and then 
we get to argue about which one of our teams is better and which <laughs> one of our teams would uh, theoretically beat the others uh, in if they were to go uh, head on, uh, head to head. <laughs> so we, we did. I, I did a random number number generator um, before uh, we started recording. Uh, yeah, and let him know over there. Let him know the roof, uh, and he somehow snaked his way into the uh, the number one pick. Okay. That's fine. Uh, but uh, so Jordan will be going number one, mm-hmm. uh, James number two, and I will be going number three and four. And then James will have five, Jordan six, and then it'll just go back and forth from there. So we'll do we'll do the snake draft, uh, and then we will. Right now, it's scheduled for seven picks. We could very well do more. This year, I am allowing in-draft trades. Uh, so if you want to trade a player and a pick, you can get another player. Um, but that means you would be diminishing your, your, diminishing your roster by, by one player. Um, and uh, we can certainly do that. And you can trade two players for one player if you want. Uh, we, can, we can have a trade discussion at the end of this if, if we like. Uh, it'll be it'll be up to us, and I, I just thought I'd throw that wrinkle in there to make things more complicated and more convoluted. So, um, all right, well, uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the 2023 Traverse City Record Eagle Boys Basketball Fantasy Draft. Number one pick, Jordan Puente. He's on the clock. Yeah, I have uh, definitely spent the weekend thinking, debating, and then debating again. And I have decided my pick. For the first pick of this 2023 draft, No, it was quite easy, to be honest. For me personally, Luke Hazleton is my first pick. Glenn Lakes, Luke Hazelton is off the board at the number one pick. Uh, the area's leading scorer right now with 25.3 points per game, uh, leading a Glen Lake team uh, that is just on fire right now. Uh, solid pick, and one that uh, it's possible you could be getting some trade offers uh, at some point because with pick, I was certainly taking Luke. Um, James, you are on the clock with the number two pick. I'm going to go with our guest this week. Son of Anthony, a biscuit Anthony Rival. Oh, come on. <laughs> Monkey Butler. I, like, both of mine. Both of mine are gone. This is why they're like, oh, it's nice to have the third pick because you get three and four back to back. Well, screw that. Because, um, wow. All right. Um, That's crazy. Okay. I'll give you four. I'll give you. All right. Yes, James here, James, here is my offer. For, for Anthony Rival, I, I will give you uh, the third pick. Um, no, I'll give you the fourth pick. Yes. And the the fourth, I'll give you the fourth and the ninth for Rival. Mm. Yo. <laughs> okay, who are you taking at three? Yeah, you still have your third pick, though. Yeah, you got a third pick to make. So if you take yeah, Rival. Yeah, I, I, right. I, I'll I'll let you guys know what I'm taking at three. If, if you <laughs> you don't even my, need to say if yes. You accept my, 
if you accept my yeah. my trade offer of, of those two picks, I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you four and nine those picks for rival, uh, and I'm not going to tell you who I'm taking at uh, at three. <laughs> wow, wow, it makes a difference to me who's at three. <laughs> okay, so you, all right, so I will. <sighs> oh man, you really stuck in a pickle, man. I love how there's no all right. block. All right, yeah. Well, we got we got five minutes. We we give ourselves five minutes here. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's because, fair enough. Um, <laughs> gonna have, right. you gotta have the NFL draft uh, clock. Music going in the background. Yeah, I have the yeah, I will have the music going on in the background while we're while we're doing this uh, <laughs> in, in, the, in the episode itself. Um, all right, with the with the third pick, and in the hope that I will be getting. Bible. Anthony, yeah. See, if I don't, if I don't, if I don't know, I'm, it's it's different for me because if okay. I get rival with four, if, if you don't trade for uh, rival, you're probably taking Wyatt here, and if you do, you're taking somebody else. Wow. No, maybe. I'm, I'm, looking for, I'm, I'm looking for offense. I'll I'll, I'll okay. tell you what my plan is. I, I will tell you what my plan is. Um, if I if I get rival, uh, I'm gonna take Jaden Hansen from Bel Air. That's my. Uh, if I don't get rival, I'm going to take um, Pletcher from Ellsworth. That's so smart. Okay. You can accept that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. So, I but, knew you know it. What? I but, knew but, it. But, 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 but you know what? But but here's the thing. I might just take Pletcher and, and Hanson, but I want rival. I, I, I think he's... Though. So you're going to take it? You'll take that trade? You'll take four and nine? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Already. Okay. We're not even so, we're not be through six rounds. <laughs> all right, so uh, Anthony Rival has been traded to the uh, uh, the the. Oh, we can use our, our our high school mascots. Damn that right. we uh, that we did on that one episode, James. So uh, A- Anthony Rival is now uh, uh, a puffin because that was my that was my high school team that I picked. If if there was a high school named after me, mine is. Um, Very simple, like you. Full, uh, and then with the with the third pick, I will select uh, Bel Air's Jaden Hansen, uh, who's scoring twenty one point four points per game to go along with Anthony Rival, who is scoring twenty four points per okay. game. So, all right. Well, then, with the fourth pick, I will I will take Wyatt Nasadis. Damn. Okay. I feel like I got a deal. This is insane. Well, yeah, you got you got two. T- I, I gave you two top ten picks for uh, for for Bible. That's how much yeah. I, I. Oh, now I got to pick five too. Yeah, but for the I snake. For the well. snake, I just pick one, right? Like, I don't pick two. Yeah, no, you pick back to back. Yeah, you'll have, you'll, have, you'll have six and seven. Sweet. Yeah. So. So with the yeah, so six, I got, I got to pick five though. First. Oh, you haven't picked it. I haven't picked number five yet. Okay, no man. Okay, saw you. Um. Okay, so I've got Nasadis. I I need some I need some size here. Mm, I'm just gonna gamble on who's gonna go, who's gonna fall more, I guess. <laughs> who who you guys have on your list? Oh, I'm already eyeing mine. But this is hilarious. Oh, come on, come on! I love the trades. Um, I love the trades. So I'm gonna so. go with Cade Trudeau from Petoskey. Oh, nice! To get me very uh, good. Very a good six foot six guy in the middle. This is insane. Is this really happening right now? It's my turn. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got two picks here, Jordan. Uh, I'm going to go with someone to help out Luke on the side. Give me Levi Schultz, please. That's my oh. other one I, thought, I was thinking about taking. And then to help yeah, me with some I shooting. I on him. And to help me with some shooting, give me Jackson Childers. Benzie. Oh, I got I got eight and nine right now because of the picks. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I got you ten. Do. You, you, you okay. got a little more. Uh, okay, so I'm going to get another guard to pair with Latin Asadis and take Dylan Barnowski. That is the that is the smart pick. That is. And That's who I was eyeing. <laughs> That's who I was too. And then go with another big. Mm. Ooh, you want? Which one? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> I think the Levi Schultz one really threw a lot of people off. Yeah, I would take totally take Schultz here if if uh, if he was. Okay, so I'll take uh, Neil Imey from Glen Lake. Oh, very nice. That's a nice okay. one. That's a good one. Our leader in right. shot, block shots yeah. for the record. Yeah. I am going to take uh, Dylan Barnowski's teammate uh, with the number 10 pick uh, because I've already got two uh, fantastic scores in Rival and Hanson, and then I want someone who will bang around down low and be physical uh, and can play but can also score and also has I think more heart than most of the players in Northern Michigan um, Sean Bramer uh, from Lakeland on St. Mary plays with a, uh, a passion that I just absolutely love and that any coach would love so give me Sean Bramer uh, with the with the number 10 pick I my team right now I, I don't know how you guys feel but my I, I feel so good uh, about my team, uh, even though I'm going to beat down uh, one player, and we're going to have to probably go eight or nine rounds here. So yeah, every uh, eight and eighth yeah, round. James, with the draft. <laughs> James, it go- James, it goes, it goes back to you now, my friend. Okay, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go size once again, and because this is kind of sort of a bonus pick because of the number nine one that I had, so I'm going to go with with. Evan Haberkamp from McBain. Wow. Damn. He's 6'7". So So after Hazleton, he's the biggest player. That's a tall dude. That is a tall dude. Alright, Jordan, you got back-to-back picks here, my friend. Yes, I do. Alright. To complete... Honestly, yeah, to complete my starting lineup, I guess I could say that. Uh, let me give me uh, some more shooters here. You know, we like to shoot some, like to shoot it up. Uh, give me Ashton Simerson for music. There's still some nice, nice yeah, players left out there. Yeah, there, there are. There are. I'm, I'm sitting. I'm sitting here like, my goodness, I'm about to get some offense with the next two picks. No, I mean, no matter what. Oh, yeah, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, give me uh, Gavin Bellwell from uh, St. Mary's. Right? Was, okay. Uh, I love this. Wow, there's a bunch of good players still left here. Yes, yes. Oh yeah. Yes. One, and one, but one that I'm what? surprised is left here at pick 14. Yeah, it's crazy. Is uh, Alex Calcaterra. So I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna go with. Alex Calcaterra. I, I'm sorry. Ha- okay. Am I am I wrong here? But is Pletcher still on the board? He is. He is still on the board. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> I have to do this then. I mean. I, guy you I, know, I left like, him for uh, you. Yeah, we got I'm like, are there gonna you. are there gonna be enough are there gonna be enough basketballs to go around on my <laughs> team? But I I have to do it, and 
I'm I'm gonna take the two from Ellsworth. Give me Kellen Pletcher and Jacob Genuine yeah. uh, in, in my two picks. I, I will take those two teammates. Um, I was considering Garrison Barrett out of Central Lake, but uh, let me throw a couple of teammates on my team and have that and have that built-in chemistry uh, already. So I um, could call your team the Lancers. Ple- Pletcher coming in with uh, almost 25 points a game at 24.8, and then Genuine uh, at at 19.8, almost 20. So I got I got offense on this team. I'm putting up 100 points a game (laughs) every single time. Like that, that's where it is right now. All right, James, back to you, my man. Okay, so I'm going to add some instant offense to my team too, and and go with Landon Kalaviak. Wow. Wow, he's a uh, maybe the best pure shooter in Northern Michigan. There's... He does have a pretty shot, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jordan to you for two. Two for two. Let's do this. Oh well, that one kind of threw me off a little bit. So my gonna... God, yeah. Let's just let's just let's just draft until we don't want to draft anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but if that's the case, then you know what? Hold on, no one's taking him yet. Yeah, I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give Aston some help. I'm gonna give him his teammates. I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal a little from you. I'm gonna go uh, Carter Simmer, Misik. Coming off Carter the bench, bro. Misik. All right. Oh, he has sixteen. Average is sixteen. Coming off the bench, bro. Come on. And then I'm gonna go just because. Ooh, wee, give me a big to help out. Give me Charlie Howe from Cadillac. Yeah, there's some really good players. Dude, there's so many left still. <laughs> <laughs> what is we still have a... There's still someone on the board who's averaging close to 22 points. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is kind of crazy that we're in the seventh round and we still get have these guys as options. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go back-to-back Cadillac guys and take Jaden Montag. Nice. Oh, Nice. Get myself another pick. shooter coming off the off the bench. We, we, so, are we extending, or is this the last pick? No, I, ex- I, can, I extended it to ten. We gotta extend we, it. We bro. can go. We can go quick in the last. Yeah, couple go rounds. quick on the okay. last ones. All right. So, I've got, I've got, I've got two picks here, right? Mm-hmm. Back to back, and I very, I could very well do two teammates again and take Drayton Evans. Mm-hmm. And Garrison Barrett out of Central Lake. I could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Ethan Kaharick from Grayling. I love Reese Broderick from TC Christian. We've got Brody Jeffers still on the board from Gaylord St. Mary. I am. I'm only talking like this because I'm trying to delay because I haven't figured out who I'm picking yet. <laughs> this is such. This is. It, it gets difficult when it gets down uh, to this point. And you know what I want to do? I, even though he's not, I don't think he's on the board. Because uh, I don't think that we've gotten any stats from them, I'm going to do a quick, I'm going to do a quick find, um, and see if he is, he's not. Okay, so I am going to save that one, and he is going to be the last pick because I had I had the last pick, so I'm going to make him. He would be Mister Irrelevant because he's a really good player, but I'm going to hold off on that pick. He isn't listed at all in the leaders. Is it okay? But we can we can yeah, take a player yeah, yeah, yeah. who's not. On the leaders, yeah, right? That's all yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Already, yeah, Kate Trudeau is not in the leaders. Okay, is, all right, all right. We just haven't gotten the stats from the from the coach. All right, so, so I I am gonna take Reese Broderick out of TC Christian and Drayton Evans out of 
uh, Central Lake. Wow. Uh, and give me a little more scoring with some size to go along with it as well. So those are my those are my two picks there. That brings us, how many rounds have we done now? Is that seven and that, eight? That was the beginning of the eighth. Okay. So, yeah, that was the first pick of the eighth. Because, I, you know, Barrett is still sitting there, but I've got I know. A, a wealth of guards already. Uh, so I'm going to go with Brethren's Clayton Mobley and give myself a six foot eight monster in the middle to be able to go up against Hazleton. All right, Jordan, two picks to you, my man. I'm going to take, with this one pick, obviously it goes back to me, take a guy who has heart, seen him dive, seen him get hurt, seen him get up, seen him get hurt again, seen him get up, taking Spencer Ball for uh, my Nice. Eight. Great pick. Yeah. Great and then pick. my last pick, you know what, I'm going to go with... No, this is just your ninth round pick. Yeah. So you, actually, Jordan, Jordan, you're going to be you're, the one that you'll have it. Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. I, I was I was wrong. I still get I still get one more pick though right now, right? Yeah, you have another you pick have right pick now, now, and then you'll have yeah, one got, more. Two picks left in the tenth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like this. I see the man who has nine rebounds. Lee, Pi. Oh Pizana. man. Pizana. Catholic. I guess I, I'm in the position where I have to take Garrison Barrett. Yeah. He's he's, he's got to be the pick right here. Right? Oh yeah, I, I was gonna know. say yeah. If you didn't take him, I was gonna take him. Okay. So yeah, I'll I take. Think I'll do. Yes. I'll do Garrison Barrett. You, you were definitely in that position. Okay. And then this is this kind of makes my my job um, pretty easy. Uh, and even though I'm completely stacked and, and full at this position, just because I I like him as a player and I also like the fire. Uh, 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 that's in his stomach when I've seen him play uh, on the court. He's another one who, who dives for loose balls and uh, plays with a an earned, uh, I wouldn't say cockiness, but an, an earned confidence. Like he, he plays uh, well because he knows he's good, and, and that's Ethan Kaharick out go. of Grayling. Uh, I will take, and then with my last pick, as someone who is not on the board, um, but someone who I have seen play in person several times. And while his shot might look unconventional, it is very effective. And he can put up 30 points a game. Uh, and, and he's just one of those he's one of those guys where if you put it, you take him off the bench and he gets hot, he's going to score 15 points in three minutes. Uh, and that is Cam Patton out of Forest area. Um, and uh, again, he, he's got a, a unique-looking shot, but it's super effective, uh, and he will be my, my last pick because um, every once in a while I'm going to need someone to come in and just spark the offense, and, and, and he's that guy. All right, so my last pick, um, I'm going to take a, a young guard here who can, who can create a lot of offense for other people. He can take people off the dribble. He can hit three-pointers, and that's uh, Carter Kirby from Frankfurt. Mm. Nice. Nice. There's still some good... Yeah. There's any of the, the good young guards for TC West. I know. Are still out there. Right. Yeah. Gillespie, Lockhart, all those guys. Yep. Which brings me to the last pick of this very exciting draft, by the way. Go Bulldogs. Which you mentioned already, yes. There are still T, uh, TC West players out there. And I'm going to do the honors. Yeah, who's, who's the Brock Purdy? I'm going to do the honors. Quinton would be my first from out of TC West. And Lockhart 
It's uh, the block party. Jordan, oh, you only get one pick here. Yeah. Oh, then I take Lockhart. Yeah. All right. Well, that that brings the uh, the 2023 Bill uh, Boys Basketball uh, Fantasy Draft to a conclusion. Uh, it did include just one trade, but I'm going to open it up right now. Uh, are, does anybody want to make any trades, or is everybody happy with their team? I am very happy. I'm happy uh, with my I will, team. Oh, I will I'm not be so making pleased. any trades. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool, um, so, uh, James, why don't you uh, start us off, run us down uh, with, with your team. Well, let's see. I, so I got Wyatt Nasadis in the trade, and then Cade Trudeau, and then Dylan Barnowski, Neil Imey, Ethan Haverkamp, Alex Calcaterra, Landon Kalaviak, Jaden Montag, Clayton Mobley, get myself a big guy coming off the bench, Garrison Barrett, and Carter Kirby from Frankfurt. Nice. All right. Uh, and then with uh, with mine, uh, the trade that I made, uh, giving up the fourth and the ninth pick uh, to get Anthony Rival from Traverse City Central, because uh, I do believe that he is the, the, the best uh, player in, in northern Michigan. So I have Anthony Rival from Traverse City Central, Jaden Hansen from Bel Air, uh, Sean Bramer from Lake Lujan St. Mary, uh, Kellen Fletcher from Ellsworth, Jacob Genuine also from Ellsworth, Reese Broderick from Traverse City Christian, Drayden Evans from Central Lake, Ethan Kaharick from Grayling, and from Forest Area, Cameron Patton. Um, to say that I love this team, I mean, I have all of the area players that I, like, absolutely adore. The fact that I have, I mean, I have Rival, Hanson, and Bramer as my, my one, two, three. Those, those are three of my favorite players. And, and, and I got Kaharik and Patton as my last two picks. Pretty dirty. Like, I'm, I'm so pleased with this. It's this so stacked. I am, I am not mad in the slightest. I, I don't have a tinge of disappointment. Yeah, he this made that trade for Rival, too. Is, Dang. Uh, immediately, yes, because I was like, I don't get him, I'm trading him. Uh, so... James, I, I, I appreciate you being willing to, to give up those uh, those picks. Uh, but Jordan, want to run down your team yeah, for us? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, with the number one pick of this draft, Luke Hazleton out of Glen Lake. My second pick, Levi. Levi Schultz, D.C. Christian. Jackson Childress out with the point out of Benzie. Aston Simerson, Misik, and then Gavin Bebel at St. Mary's. So those are the starting five. And then, you know, you got some rotation players and bench. You got Charlie Howard out of Cadillac, Car- Carter Simmer out of Music, Spencer Ball, Elk Rapids. Oh, man, please you help Lee. Lee Pizana. Pizana, uh, MCC. And then with the Mr. Irrelevant last pick, Lincoln Lockhart, Traverse City West. Get some Traverse City West representatives up in here. Lincoln Lockhart's like one of those guys that's going to be good for years. And yes, he, sir. And, he, and he's young, so he is like the Brock Purdy of this draft. Did I just hit gold? <laughs> I think so. I'm just I'm just going through this right now, uh, and I'm I'm looking at at my picks, and, and I'm just trying to figure out how how many points I would be <laughs> if if all of my players got their average points per game. Um, I'm looking at that. I I do have one because we don't know what Cameron Patton is. Um, uh, he wasn't. He's not in. Uh, in the leaders, uh, but 
let's see, I've got 24, 21.4, 15.8, 24.8, 19.8, 17.9, 15.5, and 18.2 points per game. It's just starting five. That's, not my, that's the whole thing. And then Cameron Patton coming off the, off the bench. We don't know what he scored, but he can't put up 30 if he feels like it. Um, so, yeah, I will, I'll, I'll put this team up against anybody. I will argue to the, to the death that mine is better than yours. But I would feel that way about no matter who I picked. So, Respectable. Uh, what, do, what, do you guys, what do you guys think? I mean, we'll probably end up putting this to the fan. I think what we should do is kind of put a Twitter poll out there, and we'll just um, – I'll take uh, screenshots or whatever of, of our picks if you guys want to send yours uh, to me. And then we'll put it out there and we'll put up a poll and we'll have uh, uh, our readers and, and listeners vote to see who they think uh, has the has the better team. And then we can find out who, who won uh, via a, a fan vote. How does that sound? Cool. Let's do it. Sweet James, I love your I love I love your nonverbal nod on, a, <laughs> on, a, on an audio <laughs> on an audio platform. Uh, James is yeah. like nodding his head like yeah i agree with you without saying it out loud so it was i, I appreciate the uh, the silence on that one <laughs> <laughs> all right good deal uh so yeah that that'll wrap it up um and oh what an absolute uh blast that was we are looking forward to doing the girls draft uh next week let's uh, go as well so you can lobby us um, on who you think the top pick should be in that in the meantime to our listeners. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, our listeners can can fight for uh, for who's going to be the uh, uh, the top pick. Um, but until then, uh, and for right now, uh, thanks to the both of you guys for that. That was a lot of fun. Let's get into our interview uh, with the man who has was the first and so far the only trade in the uh, <laughs> Record Eagle Fantasy Basketball Draft. Uh, that that's going to be Traverse City Central's Anthony Rival and teammate Miles Smith. Let's get into that interview right now. Around podcast is happy to bring in Trevor City Central players Miles Smith. Hey, thanks for having me. And Anthony Reibel. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Yeah, you guys have a couple of big games coming up right away. You know, this this Friday you get the rematch against TC West. Um, you beat them the first time. What? How different is playing the team the second time after you beat them the first time? I mean, um, it's never easy being a team twice, and then um, it's at their home floor this time, so. Yeah, we're just going to come out and uh, have to come out and play super aggressive like we did last time and uh, just play free and just lock in defensively. So, yeah. Yeah, like what Anthony said, it's it's uh, it's really hard being in a team twice. And, you know, last game we didn't have our best our best outing. So um, we definitely have to pick it up, and we're excited for that game. So, yeah. Sure, guys, you both seen it, correct? 
I'm a senior, Anthony's a junior. Junior. Okay, so this is going to be your last time playing against West. Yeah. At West. Yeah. Any, any games that comes to mind that stands out as, as you look back after your playing days, I guess you could say, that you enjoyed the most? Because obviously playing against West is always memorable. Yeah. But is there any one particular that stands out for you? Um, last year beating West at our home court was pretty cool. It was a really close game, and we had a the whole town was there. It, it was just it was really fun. And this year was similar, but last year was kind of the first game back from COVID where everyone could come, and it was it was really special. Now you're a junior, so you played them a couple times. So you obviously have a whole whole another season next year. Um, thus far, what have you enjoyed about it? Yeah, I would say just like last year, like that Friday night game, um, we actually like, they had the lead on us for like most of the game, if I'm remembering right. And uh, just the way we were like able to fight adversity and come back, I just feel like that game meant so much for us, like in the midst of the moment. So, yeah. Um, so what's the theme for the the next game against Weston? And the students were wearing togas the first time. They don't do that more than once in a season, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to pull out. Uh, the Toga game is usually just our home our home game versus West, and that's the best. So we'll see what Student Senate comes up with, and hopefully it's really fun. Mm-hmm. This is, it, like, leading up to the TC West game, is there a lot of talking back and forth between the players on the team, the fans, the just kids at school? Yeah, um, I mean, there's definitely some friendships there, but there's also a big rivalry, and uh, I know I'm family friends with a couple of guys there, and we like to trip a bit and talk to each other, so. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a little bit of that before the games. What What do you think is the most funny uh, chant that the student section does at the Central West game? I mean, that's a tough one. I think, like, I don't know. When we beat them, we kind of chant, like, like little sister and stuff <laughs> like that. But, I mean, like, I don't know. That's always, like, when we win and stuff. So, obviously, we have to do it again, but... I don't know. That's the first thing that really comes to my mind when I think about it. So I can't really think of anything else at the moment. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Well, then the students always chant the open campus. <laughs> yes, for <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know if you're familiar with that, Jordan, or not. No, no. West, no. West kids, because it's, it's not right in town. It's outside of town a little bit, so they, yeah, yeah. they can't leave campus during lunch. Oh, wow. And you obviously are just sitting here right now. Yeah. <laughs> that central, central kids do. I imagine that Jimmy Johns does a really good business uh, during lunch, being, like, right there, like, walking distance to the, to the high school. Sales go up. Sales go yeah. up during lunchtime. They're also the sponsor of our podcast, so that's... <laughs> okay, gotcha. What a plug. We're able, just able to get a free, a, a free free plug-in. Um, okay. And then after... After the West game, you get a week off, and then you get another shot at Cadillac, who got you the first time around. What needs to happen differently in that game to to turn that result around for you guys? Um, I felt like our defense, for the most part, was pretty good that game. I'd say offensively, they're obviously a good defensive team. Like looking at their scores, like they really like not a ton of teams that have even scored like over forty points on them this year. So uh, I think a big thing for us is just. Uh, push and transition and just really uh yeah look to score and then um if we showed the same fight defensively that we did last game and we cha- fix a few things up offensively and make some adjustments I, I i think we should be looking pretty good so yeah fortunate to control our own destiny and the rest of the bnc mm-hmm. 
who was like their the player that kind of did it for them last time? Was it was it like Montag? Was it Howell? Somebody else that you kind of gotta. It was really stop a, a little bit. Group effort last uh, time. Yeah. Um, Howell's a great player. Obviously, we we focus on him in pregame and Montag too. But um, I mean, last time we put together a really good defensive stance for most of the game. I think and. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to kind of even the load for them a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll focus on mm-hmm. those two guys for sure for the uh-huh. next game. <laughs> yeah, and that was a pretty low-scoring game. I mean, uh, I'm looking here. It's 49-38. to 38. Like, that's your like, tied for your lowest output right. of the season. Cadillac's um, like, just that good of a, a defensive team, I mean, overall. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously – they're kind of like just a unit defensively, and they all kind of just like – play together well so i mean offensively it's like they have like like miles said they have weapons like howell and uh montag but uh yeah there's like a unit defensively and uh offensively they're just uh they have a few other players who can get going so i mean just to limit those two guys i think it's kind of the main focus defensively if we can do that like Mm -hmm. we did for the most part last time i think we can we're looking in pretty good shape so yeah, and you gotta go on the road for that one. So I mean, West is on the road too. But I mean, it's. Do you guys even take a bus to that game, or do you do you just drive over there? <laughs> oh yeah, we we all just drive over separately, and <laughs> try to get there at the same time. <laughs> yeah, so um, so when you go on road trips, like Cadillac's about an hour mm. by bus, probably maybe a little bit more. What yeah. do you guys do on road trips? Yeah, I mm. mean, on the way there, I mean, you can see people sleeping, but. We're all focused on the game, listening to music, and we'll talk about it, too, before the game. Uh, afterwards, it's a lot more relaxed, especially if we win. It's a great feeling, so, mm-hmm. yeah. What are you listening to? Focused. What are you listening to? Um, For me, it's, like, it's country until I get closer to game time, and then I'll listen to rap, like, Lil Baby's my favorite, so. Who's your country artist? Um, Parker McCollum and uh, Luke Combs. Good man. You're good taste. Mm-hmm. Sick man. How many times a year do you guys get to take the charter bus? Uh, pretty much every away game. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're lucky enough to. Mm-hmm. Do you have any particularly long trips this year where you gotta, you guys gotta pick out some movies or something? Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously Alpena was like a long one, and then down to Northville. I'm forgetting what movie mm-hmm. we watch right now, but uh, Alpena we never put in a movie, but. Northville, Star yeah, Star Wars, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. So, uh, oh, okay, you know that kept us busy. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. We've had That's a few a trips one. to GR, but that was that was the long one for us so far. So, yeah, Do you enjoy taking those. I mean, obviously, you, you guys aren't making the schedule. Coach is the only one making the schedule. Go on long trips. Do you enjoy them or do? Because you, obviously, you're with your boys and dudes. You're gonna remember this moment for a long time. Do you have? Do you enjoy the long trips, or is it just you know it's business and you just got to go handle it? Yeah, I th- I think there's pros and cons. I mean, like I think it's good for team bonding overall, and like yeah, just to improve our chemistry. But uh, yeah, obviously sitting on a bus for four hours and having to play, you really gotta really gotta lock in when you get there, cause you know you're stiff coming off the bus. But uh, I don't know. Usually when we travel downstate, it's always like the good competition. So I, at the end of the day, I think I think it's worth it. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That 
that trip to Northville was a long one, right? Mm-hmm. And when we were talking to the girls a couple weeks ago, like they were really complaining about that, and they said that the trip took longer than they expected, and they got there like late, and their their short their shoot around was shorter, I think, than normal because of it. Oh yeah. You guys run into any difficulties like that? Uh no, we haven't so far. The girls got really unlucky that trip. Um, I remember that the other team was warm enough when we got there. Yeah. So we played right after them, and we were able to warm up pretty good. So, yeah, I feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys have gone through, you've played everybody in the league once already, um, at least once. Uh, so who's the best talker in the league, uh, aside from your own team? Who's, who's, the, who's the guy who talks the most during the game? Uh, for me, it's definitely probably Ian Robertson. <laughs> or, like Ben Hobbers, or like someone from West, just mm-hmm. because I hear him a little bit more. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, those games get a little chippy, so I don't think they really, they might not talk as much, but I definitely, like, acknowledge it more because <laughs> it's West, so. Mm-hmm. For sure. I could definitely <laughs> see Ian. Yeah. He was on the podcast for, during yeah. the soccer season, and yeah. he was really talkative then. He's, He's a great worse. guy. He's yeah. Great yeah, guy. He is, yeah. Yeah. You heard he does talk a lot, though. Yeah. Huh? I say he does talk. Yeah. He's very talkative. Uh, who, 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 about you, Anthony, who, who do you think? I mean, I'd probably have to agree on miles with that one i mean if i had to pick just ian robertson i mean just because we know him and mm-hmm. it's Wes, like i said like or like miles said but uh it's just one of those games where you just you hear each other more and uh i mean, obviously he's a great dude off the floor but when we're on the floor it's just kind of it's a battle between the two teams so i don't know probably i'd, I'd hear him the most if i had to guess but yeah mm-hmm my question would be to bounce off that. Um, you you played everyone most once already in the conference. Who gave you the hardest defensive one-on-one challenge for you? Because, I mean, the reason why I ask this is because every stat that we get, you're averaging more than 20 points, which for a high school kid, that's impressive. So for you, who has given you that challenge that you've been able to feed off of and learn from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, looking back on it, I would say, at the end of the day, probably Cadillac. Right. I, I, I missed some opportunities that game for sure, but uh, I learned from that game while I'm looking back at film, and just, uh, they had some big dudes in the paint, so just, uh, yeah, I didn't finish quite my best that game, so, um, yeah, learned from it, and uh, hopefully I'll have a better outing next time, and we can we can get the win, so I would say Cadillac, uh-huh. Now, for you, same question, who's that, who's been that one defensive do to give you a little bit of a challenge but you've been able to learn from it um it would definitely be kind of like two uh hoffman guarded me a little bit during that game he guarded anthony too but uh he's he's a beast defensively he's just got crazy long arms and good athleticism so mm-hmm. his wingspan is so it's very it's, wide it's, crazy, I know. it's pretty mm-hmm. crazy <laughs> How different is it for you, Miles, than that, uh, you know, I mean, Anthony has a pretty defined role on the team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he plays guard. He's always going to guard the guard. Yeah. You kind of do a little bit of everything. It's like sometimes you're playing almost center. Sometimes you're playing out of the wing, shooting three-pointers. Uh, how different is that for you to have kind of so many different things that you do? Um, uh, it's a little bit, I mean, it's not challenging because I've definitely done that in the past with different teams. Um, but it's definitely a role to step up in, and I know that there's other people on this team that can contribute when I'm not at the five or I'm at a different position, and just trusting those guys to help is great, and obviously Anthony is such a big contributor. We all have to step up mm-hmm. and fill that role. So, 
Who's the biggest kid you had to guard in the post mm. this year? Um, probably Kate Trudeau from Toski. I'd say that's probably the biggest guard. Mm-hmm. The biggest post. Yeah. Okay. Muskegon didn't have any huge kids. No. One. Muskegon had a, a few big kids, but yeah, yeah. I guess that was so. That was a long time ago. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they they have some big kids down there, so yeah, mm-hmm. they're pretty big. Are you surprised like Traverse City St. Francis is bringing in Cast Tech? <laughs> I mean, that's a. It's <laughs> a big game. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I imagine Cast Tech has some has some big boys on that team. Yeah, I mean that'll that'll be a good matchup for them. I'm really excited to see how that goes. Yeah, um, it's, so who's the best dunker in the Big North Conference? <laughs> um, you may not have seen it yet, but I'd have to go Miles Smith. I'll be honest, he does. <laughs> I love it. He uh, he hasn't got that fast break dunk yet, but uh, he can really get up there, and he'll get one this year. And you'd be pretty surprised how how high he can jump dunk. But uh, obviously, I'm trying to think who else has dunked. Charlie Howell, I think, had a dunk against us. I think he's a pretty good dunker, too. I haven't seen, like, you know, the full package, but I would say he's def- <laughs> definitely got to be up there. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I haven't got that chance yet. Um, <laughs> Landon Miller. Yeah. Landon's, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a beast. He's got some bounce on him. So yeah. we mm-hmm. really love when he gets up and dunks sure. on him because it gets us our energy through the roof. And yeah, he threw one down against Petoskey. Yeah. yeah he's, for you guys, right? Yeah, big dunk, big dunk over someone. And, we appreciate that. Like he's such a good dunker. Uh, I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know Coach Miller was pretty happy after that game. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and what classes did you guys get to miss to come here and uh, <laughs> and do the podcast today? I'm lucky enough. I don't have a class to miss today. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just uh, maybe a little bit late to Spanish today. But outside of that, I'm I'm looking pretty good too. Mm-hmm. What do you have? Do, do you fifty six? Um, yeah, I have a free fourth hour, so I get lunch and fourth hour, which is really, really nice. You get a long lunch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you have yeah, like wow. an hour and a half. Yeah. So do, you ever, do you ever chirp at teams in, in Spanish? Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, chirp at teams? Yeah. Or other players or whatever? Like, so Spanish. Getting something in Spanish? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I don't have, like, a ton of, honestly, a ton of buddies in that class, but I'm not good enough to Spanish, as Spanish, honestly, to even talk too much so yeah <laughs> you learn a few choice phrases maybe for sure <laughs> get guys going oh, what, what is he saying yeah. uh-huh. um, and you said coach plays with you guys sometimes in practice right I mean Ben is pretty young pretty yeah. young guy for a high school coach yeah. what what kind of game does he have uh, he's he can do everything I mean he's, he's crazy athletic for his age and it's super fun when he plays with us because he's one of the biggest challenges on the team. Obviously, Anthony is pretty dang hard to guard, but Coach can give us a big run for our money and give us some buckets. Has so. anyone played him one-on-one? Like, is, you guys ever do like a tournament where Coach is just the only one alive and <laughs> everyone down the list of the whole team trying to take him on and anything, anything like that? No, we haven't done that specifically. I, I know I played him one-on-one once probably a year ago or two, and he beat me pretty bad. So. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I, I played him one on one on a few occasions, and uh, yeah, I mean he doesn't show much mercy. He's he's, he's really tough <laughs> defensively, and uh, yeah, he's just a good player overall. And he, when I first met him, his athleticism it it just kind of surprised me, honestly. So he's he's a good player. 
<laughs> when you played against him, what, was there anything that you were able to pick out from his game to carry to yours? Uh, I would say probably uh, just his just his defense overall. I mean, just just the way he works. He he's long, so he uses his length really well. And uh, yeah, he's got really quick hands. So if you if you cross it over, bring it in front, then he's always there. So well, I would say just uh, yeah, his defensive aggressiveness. Yeah. What are you? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I used to like just kind of sit back and shoot threes a couple years ago and. He taught me to really be aggressive and drive and go for the paint and just watching him do that, it's like, okay, I can I can do this a little bit. Like and it's changed my perspective on how I play now this year, I think. So mm-hmm. yeah. Well. So who's got the uh the best gym that you guys have played in? Could be AAU, could be high school ball. I don't know, like I always go I always think ours is like super it's, unique. Yeah, aside from your yeah, own. Yeah. Outside of us, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good question. Like out of my whole high school career, yeah, just, it could be could even be travel ball. Yeah, uh, trying to think. We played at Ferris this year. I thought Heritage, Saginaw Heritage, they had like a like a dome type feel, and I don't know. It was just kind of unique how they had the setup, and uh, yeah, I'd say that. And then also Ferris was cool to play at this year too. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I'd add Petoskey. I always think that they're. Yeah, um, obviously the locker room situation there was a little weird when you guys played there, yeah. right? Where did they have you guys at? We we were in the same place as the girls were. We just had just, a, just a hallway. Yeah, just a hallway. We had some chairs and a uh, chalkboard on wheels without chalk. So <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, you just yeah. Give, forget to give you guys a chalk, or is, yeah. like, is that how? It, wow, I don't know what happened, but we, I guess we you're expected to bring your own chalk. Right. <laughs> Right. I'm confused about the whole situation. Like, how did you guys wind up in, in the hallway in, in the first place? Well, they had some construction going oh, okay. on. Okay, so I can't yeah. get you. Got it. Yeah. They're so putting was... in like a huge weight room, I think. Mm-hmm. Got it. Just... And it's it's over top of where the locker rooms are, from what so. I understand. Yeah. So I think during the construction, they're not letting anybody use the locker rooms. Oh, wow. Dang. And I guess in case some of the weights go through the roof or something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Right. But, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's supposed to be done about i think my, maybe by now uh <laughs> oh, one question I do so who, but who, oh. who has aside from that who has the worst locker rooms oh damn or what's the worst locker room you've been in okay, no disrespect this is absolutely no disrespect to whoever you sure. want to say though <laughs> yeah sure. uh, well because team i mean you don't want, you don't want to be too hospitable yeah. to your visitors so i ex- you ca- expect teams to have bad go. visiting locker rooms right exactly <laughs> um is just Gaylor's just weird just the whole layout you know i mean we it's really tight and uh, yeah, it's just formatted weird. So it's odd to like come yeah. together in the For huddle. Sure. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Honestly, it's just uh, it's kind of just the setup that's kind of all weird. Like Miles said, it's just just kind of tight and stuff. And uh, yeah, overall, I would just say Gaylord. Kind of what Miles <laughs> said. He kind of hit all the points there. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, what question I do want to ask you guys? So when you guys are not playing basketball, what are you doing in free time? Anthony, start with you. Uh, kind of just hang out with friends, and I like I like to golf in my free time as well. So I mean, I'm not that great at it, but I'm trying to get better. So I'd say, yeah, golf. But when there's snow on the ground, what are you doing? Gosh, I know. Probably just hanging out with people to be honest, <laughs> and uh, 
I like watching sports, obviously. Basketball, and, uh, football, or you basketball and football. So any, I would say any yeah. favorite teams, or you just like watching to watch. Uh, I'm a big New York Giants fan in football, and then I'm an MSU fan as well. So, Man. yeah. Ma, what about you? Um, during the summer, fishing is my favorite thing to do. Uh, but during winter, there's not much. So I, <laughs> you know, just hang out. Snowboard, with ski. I ski a little bit, yeah. but not as much lately. So yeah. mostly just watching sports. And do you think coach, if you coach saw you guys skiing, he'll probably freak out and tell you guys not to do that? I'm not sure. I think <laughs> I think the way some of our teammates ski, I think he would freak out a little bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it depends on yeah, yeah. it depends on the guy. Uh-huh. Especially in your season, like season's yeah. going on, like you can't be skiing right now. Yeah, no. Skiing is not good, good for your knees either. No, <laughs> especially if you're down low, you try to like no. <laughs> Yeah, I was pretty much told by my doctor like to never ski again in my life, because I already, <laughs> like when I was in my twenties. Oh jeez. Yeah, like I already had bad knees, and he's like, you know, you should just just don't just don't, don't ski. ski. No more. You're done. You're done. Um, dude. Uh, so you you just play basketball, correct? So how much do you do you play? You play travel, obviously too. Yeah. So I I play. Uh, I have a whole season of travel after this, and then um, mm-hmm. yeah, I played I played soccer on and off. Like, I used to be a big soccer player growing up, and then um, yeah, I played like just a little bit like freshman year before injury happened, and then yeah, from there on out, it's been pretty much just basketball. So yeah, off season like fall, it's been basketball, and then obviously during the season basketball. And then I do AAU, which requires a bit more traveling, but not as quite as much during the week. So. Do you, go yeah. to, do you go out of state for AAU games? Yeah, so, I mean, unfortunately, I, I feel like as of late, there hasn't been, like, a ton of Michigan AAU tournaments that, like, our programs have, like, really gone to. So, I would say during the spring, it's been mostly Midwest. And then during the summer, when we're able to travel a little bit more, we go out of it a little bit because mm-hmm. we have to for some events. Yeah, do you play other sports? Or what other sports do you play, I guess? Uh, I ran track last year, and uh, I used to play football, and that's a great program for our school. So I, it just wasn't the right sport for me, but credit to those guys. I mean, they go out there and compete. So mm-hmm. um, So you used to go to St. Francis, right? H- how crazy would it be if you and Wyatt were still on the same team? Like, oh how dangerous goodness. of a backcourt would that be? Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> um, we've, uh, we've played basketball, like, just growing up together, so... I, I have gotten a chance to play with him, just kind of all growing up and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, obviously he's he's a stud, and uh, yeah, he's a really good player, so I have got the opportunity to play with him growing up a lot. So, yeah. How weird was it having to play against him in a game last year? It was weird. It, it was something new, um, for sure. Um, we're both competitors. We both want to win, and uh, he obviously had a great game when we played him. And, uh, yeah, it, it was weird. It was just it was different playing you're a different player in your old school, obviously. So, yeah, it, it was a fun game overall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, thank you guys for coming in. Thanks for skipping out on some school. <laughs> and, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give it you back to class, and maybe you won't miss too much of Spanish. Sure. So, <laughs> th- thanks for coming in, and best of luck the rest of the season. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, boys. Yeah, thank you for having me.
thanks again to Anthony and Miles for joining James and Jordan in the Get Around Podcast Studio. Greatly appreciate it, as we always do every single week. And as always, that interview and this episode of the Get Around Podcast is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's, two locations in Traverse City. Subs that are freaky fresh, done freaky fast because of Jimmy John's. Freak yeah. Yay. All right. Get around Hall of Fame time. Let's get into that uh, and give our nominations for the week as our uh, student athlete of the week. So I'm going to keep this in the, the realm of Trevor City Central and go with uh, Lucia France, the uh, girls basketball player. Uh, 13 points, 10 rebounds, 2 steals in a 54-39 to 39 win over Alpina on Friday. And that was coming off the back of uh, scoring 15 points and hauling in a program record 18 rebounds with two steals and a 45-38 to win over Gaylord on Tuesday. Um, seems like the Central girls are right back on track after that tough loss to Petoskey. Um, and so I'll, I'll just refer to this because I know they lost to Petoskey in the week that uh, we had Central players on. Um, I'm going to call this the delayed get-around bump. It just took a week to take effect. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's how I'm going to explain that. So, that, uh, again, yeah, Lucia France is my, my nomination. James, your nomination. I'm going to nominate one of the players that I just drafted. <laughs> uh, Garrison Barrett from Central Lake. Nice. Hey, he had 31 points, 7 boards, and hit 4 out of 5 threes in a 58-52 to 52 win over Pelston this week. He's averaging 21.8 points a game this season, which is fifth among all of our area players, and 3.1 steals a game, too, this year. Dang. And Sweet. Jordan, your nomination. That is absurd. Uh, with mine, I am going uh, Allie Shepard out of uh, TC St. Francis for her defensive efforts against Harvard Springs sophomore sensation. Olivia Flynn and held her to pretty much her season low, uh, 14 points. Uh, they are now, St. Francis is now sitting second place behind Elk Rapids after beating Harvard Springs. And they are 11, uh, or is it, excuse me. San Francisco is eleven and one, seven and one in conference. They have Glen Lake before heading on the road for seven games. It's a long road game. It's a lot of games. All right, good nominations. And before we get to those, and this is this is without um, including Cam Patton uh, in the in there. He's the leading scorer for for Forest Area. But without including him, if all of my players hit their average points per game in a game, my team would be scoring 157 points a game. I'm just throwing it out there. All right. I know you gotta play I know you gotta play I know you gotta play defense too. I don't know what yours adds up to. I didn't do that. But mine even uh, with without Cam Patton, I'm my team would put up 157 points a game. Just saying. Just saying. Okay. All right, we will. Uh, we'll, we want to vote now. Do we want to vote now, or do we want to? Do we want to? I know it's. I know it's ridiculous. I know it's not going to happen. I know there are only thirty. I know there are only thirty-two minutes in a in a boys' basketball game, and and that would um, probably it's impossible. And then you got a running clock. You got the you got the running clock going on. Like you can't forget about all that stuff too. Hey man, unless our teams are playing, playing each other, and then it's one fifty-seven to one fifty-five. <laughs> that's the final. So who knows? All right. Shut um, up the running clock. All right. Do we want to? Do we want to vote, or do we want to just put all three in? I think we can vote. 
I think we, we haven't vote. voted in a while. Yeah, we haven't voted in a while. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Um, I will. I guess I'm going to go ahead and vote for uh, Ali Shepard just because shutting down <laughs> Olivia Flynn is it is an accomplishment. Good. That is an accomplishment. Um, and uh, you know, I have Garrison Barrett on my on my team, so he's already a winner. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, it only took you nine rounds to draft him. I know. That's wild. To get a guy that's averaging almost twenty-two a game. Jeez. Well, I'm I'm gonna stay biased here. I'm going Alley just for her defensive efforts. That's it was it was insane to watch. Very. I'm good with that because we don't we don't often we don't often sing the praises of defense. No. Uh, so and usually when we're when we do these uh, Hall of Fames, it's it's offensive numbers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that gets someone in, and and that goes across any sport. So uh, yes, uh, in a sweep, congratulations to Trevor City St. Francis is Allie Shepard. You are our get around Hall of Fame inductee of the week. Welcome to the club. It's the most exclusive one in northern michigan all right happy endings boys uh let's wrap up the show right now uh what made you happy inside of sports what made you happy outside of sports this week uh who wants to get get us started with what ha- made us happy inside of sports well inside of sports uh i know we did our prediction last week on who was going to be the super bowl winners um i i would like to say be braggadocious here i went two and oh did Call the Chiefs, did call the Eagles. And it was fun. It was fun watching both of those games. Um, yeah, it was just it was cool to watch that. You know, it's actually going to be an exciting Super Bowl. I'm very I'm very pumped up to watch this. So, very pumped up. And uh, do you want me to do outside of sports, or do you want me to uh, pass it down? Uh, we'll, we'll go we'll go around uh, first first inside of sports. Uh, James, what about you? I enjoyed the uh, CMU winning a buzzer beater. Oh. Your headphone cord is stuck in the the bell. <laughs> there we go. Uh, CMU with a buzzer beater win over Western Michigan in the men's basketball game this week. Um, and they also brought back the old CMU tradition of when they scored the first field goal of the game, all the students uh, throw a roll of toilet paper onto the uh, court. You know, you hold one end and chuck the – and they'd all do it at the same time. So it's just like this giant – Shot rain shower of toilet paper on the court. They the the NCA awesome. the NCA made them stop doing that uh, quite a while ago because then they would have to stop the game for about five or ten minutes when the for the janitors to sweep up all the rolls of toilet paper on the court. <laughs> but uh, they let them do it this one time in this game, and then CMU follows up with the the buzzer beating win. Oh, that is awesome, dude! Uh, inside the sports, ring the bell for me. I'm gonna go uh, Chicago White Sox. Um, they, while they are having probably the worst offseason uh, that they've had in quite a long time, uh, they did do something right, in fact, uh, and that was bringing back uh, Jason Benetti and Steve Stone to be uh, the color guy and play-by-play, um, two of the best in the business, and uh, I'm lucky. Uh, who knows how many White Sox games I'll be watching this season? I honestly don't <laughs> think it's going to be that many, but when I am watching, it'll be nice to have uh, the, the two of them uh, calling the game. Um so, all right. Uh, what made you happy outside of sports this week? I, I, I got a double. I got a double here uh, that I can go with and, and get us started. And um, it was Saturday night. Uh, had a great time, uh, and, and thanks to the both of you for 
uh, taking the responsibilities uh, off my plate Saturday. I, I got a chance to um, have a blast with my friends watching the uh, the Royal Rumble, um, and uh, really enjoyed that. Also, uh, played Tapple. Have you guys played Tapple? Do you guys know what this is? No. Nope. No, I have not heard okay. of that. Well, if you if you get a chance, it's a, it's a very it's a very fun game. Um, I'm not going to try to explain it because I'll, I'll do a bad job. Um, but it's uh, actually it, the, it's sitting right next to me uh, on a chair uh, over here. It's it's a fun board game uh, and a lot of fun uh, to play. It was just a, it was just a great night. Uh, watched the rumble, headed out, uh, stopped by uh, you and I, had myself a Guinness, and uh, made sure I got home safely. And, and that's the the smart thing. Uh, and then. Uh, my other my other fun thing uh, I, I'll bring it up again, but The Last of Us, episode three, which uh, debuted last night, was uh, uh, stellar storytelling. Um, absolutely uh, beautiful stuff. Um, I I, like I know that, that oh yeah, and I know that that given the subject matter, that there uh, has been a little bit of uh, backlash, um, and. Uh, I, I, I wish at this point that, that we were a little more um, evolved as a society, uh, but I, I thought the storyline was because you have Nick Offerman's character um, who has basically spent his whole life hiding from things, and then it takes the end of the world for him to be able to be his true self. Uh, it's just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it was a, a beautiful episode uh, of television. Uh, from beginning to end, and continued this this magnificent storytelling that uh, we're getting with uh, with season one. I'm I'm blown away by this show, and and so happy that I'm watching it week to week because it's something that I look forward to. Like when Sunday rolls around, I'm like, let's go! I am I'm I'm ready for this show. So uh, for three weeks in a row, yeah, The Last of Us is is my happy thing outside of sports. What did you think about uh, What did you think about Bach and Pat? Making an entrance in a Royal Royal Rumble, I saw that. Oh, I I thought I, Pat McAfee's uh, He's back. entrance at, at the beginning was was fantastic. <laughs> that that was like an epic intro. Uh, it, it was just wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the whole thing was great. I, I you know the, the men's rumble was a little underwhelming in terms of I thought it was a little mid uh, in terms of who who entered and the fact that it started. But my God, that main event and the the drama of the storyline with the bloodline and Sami Zayn and I know you guys have no idea what I'm talking about, but my goodness, <laughs> the absolute the it just dripping with like <laughs> soap operatic drama was, oh, chef's kiss. It was gorgeous. <laughs> so all right, you guys, uh, uh, before I just would talk and talk <laughs> about the rumble and the Last of Us. The Last of Us again. Um, you go. One of the funnier uh, tweets slash TikToks that I've seen is uh, there's, there's one TikTok of the woman who I'm going to guess is a, a gymnast or something like that. You know, this tall, blonde woman in, in the grocery store, and she's, like, picking things off the top shelf, like, with her feet and stuff like that and, and doing the splits on the cart and all this. Well, the Cincinnati Library did a mock-up of that where they had one of their guys who works in the library doing the same thing but with bookshelves and trying to do like the same stuff 
and the, uh, and, the and library card not. too. And the library yeah. card. Yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. I saw this too. It was great. That thing was great. And then he just, one of them, he just kind of gives up and throws his hands in the air and then just puts the book on the card. <laughs> <laughs> and and just well done. Yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah, uh, two quick ones. One, uh, my dad booked his flight for the USC Notre Dame game. So that's like an official, official, official. And my mom, she actually booked her flight to come out in March, and they're getting an Airbnb out of my suggestion, I guess. If people listening might probably suggest elsewhere, but uh, they're looking at Sutton's Bay because I have waved about Sutton's Bay when I first moved here. I was... Yep, Sutton's Bay. That's where my when my parents uh, come up to visit. Uh, that, that that's where they stay as well. Sutton's yeah. Bay. So. So yeah, my mom's coming back and coming in March, the day after. The boys' championship basketball. The day Sweet. after. So, yeah, it's all, all right. lined up perfectly. Awesome. All right. Well, that will do it for episode 240 of the Get Around podcast. Thank you to James. Thank you to Jordan. Thank you to our lovely Audible viewers uh, for tuning in once again. Next week, we will have the girls' basketball fantasy draft uh, after. Uh, this week's, which I felt was uh, incredibly fun. Uh, hopefully next week's is, is just as good as well. Uh, make sure that um, by the time this comes out, hopefully we'll have a poll up uh, on Twitter and on Facebook uh, for you guys to vote on uh, who you think won the boys basketball fantasy draft, whose team is the best. Um, it's mine. I think I proved that with 157.4 points per game. Uh, but whatever. That's fine. We'll see. We'll see what the fans say. So uh, I probably should be politicking for votes. That's the that's the, <laughs> the great way to not get votes, actually. So, exactly, man. Um, you gotta let them. Gotta but yeah, let, for, gotta let them vote. For James and for Jordan, I am Brendan Queeley, and this has been episode 240 of the Get Around Podcast. And guess what? It's in the books. 